Welcome to the Merge Boot Podcast. It seems today that all you see is Survivor on Paramount Plus and podcasts on your phone. But you better be ready. I'm Joel Edmiston. I'm Cody Crane. We want to talk about Yeah. Ah, oh, yes. Welcome back to the podcast. Um, uh, we, it's been a bit of a break. We took a, a break over the holidays while Cody was in the, un, he went underground for the holidays. Mm-hmm. And With, uh, my family are mole people. Yes. And uh, I, um, well, I took some time to watch all of season 41 of Survivor again, not for the first time, for the second time, um, as, uh, Listeners of this podcast know if they know one thing, it's that I've already watched 41 and this was a rewatch because they would have to know that I watched season 41 because we podcasted about it. I don't know why I'm going on this tangent. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I mean, you just look at the past episodes, even if this is your first episode, you just look at the one before it. And it says season 41 breakdown. So yeah, maybe maybe it's just that I'm asking you questions about it, though. So they don't really know new listeners. <laughs> I'm I'm excited to uh, to get this perspective because I didn't rewatch 41. Um, mm-hmm. But I have been doing my own research as well, Joel. There's been a whole uh, situation happening, a whole situation going down and some uh, some points disproven, I would say. Because I recall you saying to me mm-hmm. that Ozzy was only messaging me because he wanted money and he thought I was some woman or whatever. We're not we're not doing the Ozzy update right now. Usually we save that for after dark at the end of the episode. <laughs> right. I want to go off the top and really. This is this is a crash course for new listeners. Scary. If you're going to do this off the top, Cody. <laughs> Well, I I have my point is that you haven't I haven't even said what this episode is about. Like, no, 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 no. My point is, though, that stick around because I have an Aussie update. I just wanted to do the little teaser. Yes, so everyone... Cody is in communications with Aussie Lusts uh, from Survivor. I, I'm like you're like the in-studio reporter and I'm the one on the field. Yes. Neither of us are in studio. I mean, I guess you are the actual one in studio, though, where we usually record. We were That's recording true. over Zoom today because bing bong, ding, 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 ding. I have drum roll, please. COVID-19. Very disappointed in you, Joel. It's not a moral failing, okay? And uh, it's funny that I, I caught it um after the erica watch party that we went to that had like over 100 people at it um yeah we survived that and i i'm honestly shocked there was like a a warning or whatever that someone was there that contracted it yeah there was a lot of drinking going on too so like at one point i didn't know where my shirt was let alone my mask (laughs) inhibitions (laughs) over uh COVID restrictions were certainly uh, low, um, but also like this was the Erica watch party was like right before the Omicron really hit, uh, yeah. but I caught it over the holidays and uh, yeah, for the people listening, I guess who are worried about me, I uh, my symptoms are extremely mild. I am boosted. I have three shots of vaccine in me so yeah i'm not feeling it too too hard yeah you're you're a three shot guy. i'm still not a three shot guy i'm a two shotter i haven't got I, the booster yet i got the booster um about a week and a half before i i got the virus so i don't know if if i was fully if if it would be two weeks after i got the booster if i had actually right. would have even tested positive but yeah Anyway, um, that's not what this episode, I, I guess we're going to call this episode the Survivor 41 check-in or Survivor 41 overview. Because you got uh, COVID, though. Okay, we're going did, back to that. Yeah. Um, shame, shame. No. Um, did you have more time to finish this Survivor? You finished it this week, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think so. I think so. I mean, also, I don't really I'm not really working during 
I, I don't know. Maybe I would have been able to do it anyway, but yeah. But we're definitely getting this episode out for you this week because Joel had COVID. It would have taken longer if not. So thank you, Omicron. Thank you, Omicron. <laughs> owe me. Uh, you don't owe me nothing. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, so I, I watched, I rewatched the season. Cody, did you rewatch any Survivor over the holidays? Uh, no, no, I, I stated off the top. And if you want me to get into Ozzy now, because okay. I'm chomping at the bit, we're not, we're not, oh. we're gonna, okay, so do you want to, uh, I was talk, too busy. Do you want to talk to me about any questions you had about my rewatch? Yes, I have a lot of questions, um, but I want people to know I am a Survivor fan. I watched the trailer for the new Sandra season coming out. The Australia, uh, Australian Survivor. Exactly. Yeah, I saw that trailer and I've been on the field. I've been really putting in the work um, over here. Uh, okay. So I was on the opposite end, but I have a lot of questions, Joel, mm -hmm. about rewatching Survivor 41. And I mm -hmm. think the Big one on the top because we're big edit guys. We talk about the edit. So mm -hmm. rewatching it. Mm -hmm. How did Erica come across and did you get the hints? There was way more hints after the merge. She uh, the 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 glaring spot in her edit is her her pre-merge story. Um we don't get too, too much of her other than one ish episode where she's like talking about maybe getting Sydney out. I would uh, like to hear more from Erica about her pre-merge story, what she thinks of that. A big, uh, um, I think, uh, aha moment for me is like when she goes to exile in the first merge episode, she says to Jeff, um, I had a feeling I was on the bottom, but now I know that I'm on the bottom. And I'm like, oh, that puts a lot of in perspective about her like beginning, middle end pre-merge story that she, that uh, it just she just at the beginning of the merge, she starts on the very bottom at the at the uh, at exile being the, the, the outcast of the entire merge tribe and then rises all the way to the top. That's her story. Right. And as I recall, while watching it, and I think we stated it before and let me know if this is a true fact. What with the rewatch was her story told more by other people than herself? Um, that, well, definitely like uh, that's when she pops the hardest is when other people are talking about her. But we actually do get more confessionals than I remember uh, her just sort of like talking about the state of things or talking about how everyone's feeling like in terms of hunger and challenges rewards blah 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 you do shoot especially after the merge and and i will say this i should have known that erica's final tribal council speech would have was going to be so good because she is of uh, uh, anybody at at uh on the merge tribe she's like so good at talking to jeff at, at tribal council she always sums it up in a really sort of succinct way in a way that i'm like did she write this beforehand like she's really good at um, uh, talking about the state of the game. Right. Um, and would you say that your tune has changed about Deshaun with the rewatch? Uh, what was my tune before? He was the best player of all time. No, I, I, I stand by that. I think he's a really interesting character and I was gl and I'm glad he was on the season. I, I think his his rise and fall and the mistakes he make are, are actually a really good learning thing for anybody who wants to play survivor to watch the way Deshaun plays and the way he perceives himself and what he thinks are big moves that are kind of blunders. Like he's, he's like not, not playing, but his like strategy is so emotional and, uh, and he just can't speak to it as, as well as he might think he can, but he's also really well-spoken, but just in a way that's maybe not the most strategical. I, I like, I, 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 th I think he's a good player, uh, not a good player, a good uh, TV character. He's not the best player. Oh, okay. Um, another thing I want to see if you do uh, take this back as well with the rewatch um, for until about the final six, you were saying 
that Abraham had a winner's edit. Do you still stand by that? I never said that Abraham had a winner's edit. <laughs> maybe there is a maybe I, I I didn't speak this, but I did think there was maybe a secret edge of extinction where Abraham was going to come back. <laughs> and we are going to get a big flashback of Abraham's time on on edge of extinction. <laughs> a la the flashback to Nasir finding the idol. Yeah. <laughs> um what was your big takeaway though like rewatching this season? What was something that surprised you maybe that you didn't notice before? Um I was blinded by uh Shan's pre-merge game that I did not see the glaring flaws in her post-merge game. Um, she really comes to the merge right out front, not caring about her threat level at all, and just playing so out in front, like she's just going to like lead her way all, the, all to the end. And then when she leaves, Ricard does the exact same thing, and then is so surprised when he gets voted out at, at Final Five. It's like... No, you need to manage your both. You need to work on managing your threat level so much. And that's why Erica wins is because she gets to the end and no, and uh, nobody really saw that she was a huge threat, including the person that literally brought her beside him at the end. Right. And did anyone and, and also when whenever Shan talks shit about Deshaun's game, I'm like, girl, you're doing the exact same thing when she talks about temper tantrums and and pouting and all this shut stuff. She does the exact same thing. Like, like when Deshaun talks about how those there that Shan is like his sister, I'm like, yeah, sounds like it. You're both like, you both are so similar and you don't realize it and are just like blowing up at each other and like calling it, calling the, the pot, calling the t kettle, you know, blah, blah, blah. So you're more anti Shan now, not anti Shan. I'm listen, listen, I know this is a Survivor podcast. I know we're talking about strategy, but in the end, Survivor's a TV show, okay? I'm not anti. I don't want them not on my screen. There are very few Survivor players that, like I would say, I don't want them on my screen. There are a few, for sure, that I don't want to see again, but uh, um, uh, that I didn't think were good TV characters and were I just thought were bad people. But um, I, th I would love to see Shan play again just to see her... I think she's interesting TV. I do. But I mean, there are other people on this cast that I would rather see again. Really? Um, with the rewatch, who what's your what's your top three that you'd like to see back? Well, my number one has not changed. And you can guess. <laughs> Brad Reese. Mm -hmm. The man needs to come back. Did you love Brad exactly. Reese more upon the rewatch? I think he's great. And I I I uh and I, I, I think he's also underestimated by his other tribe mates. I think he's he would do well on a if 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 they were in two tribes and he was just the provider and could slip under the radar and find all these idols and find all these advantages. I think he would do really well in the game. He reminds me of like a Troyzan mixed with a Ty, mixed with even like a Tony Veloc. He's got Velocho's uh, energy with him too, um, but like. Uh, He's your super, I, but, but he's he doesn't have the self awareness. He's more like a tire or a Troyzan, but like he's got like the energy of a Tony. And right. I think I think he if he was on a bigger tribe or a more winning tribe, he would do a lot better in the game. So he's your he number an, one. He, oh yeah, he was my number one after the after the first watch of the season. But he's my number one now too. You loved him more. I loved him. Loved the man. Uh, who's who are the other two? Erica. I'd like to see Erica. Really? Oh, yeah. I think she would do. It would be interesting to see her Sophie Clark, Michelle Fitzgerald game, you know, mm. where we see see her pop a bit more. Um, uh, um, see her sort of navigate uh, a returning season would be fun. Um. So, yeah, because a lot of people. You know, they don't pick uh, the winner a lot of, a of the time to come back as the person they want to see come back. Well, I think winners, not at that war, winners at War put it in perspective that it is cool to see winners come back, you know? I mean, De like, obviously, definitely. yeah, it's it, uh, in other returning seasons, we've had great returning winners, but 
Mm-hmm. Uh, winners at war, especially when when they're like, we're gonna bring back every winner, like or not, you know, not every winner, but like the unlikely people. You like you didn't ever think you'd see Sophie Clark or Danny Boatwright come back, or you know, or Michelle Fitzgerald, and you see them pop harder, and you see them sort of reckon with the their past game and how they overcome stuff there. So the season that you would see it, like Erica come back in would have to be like a fans versus favorites kind of deal. But they don't bring back winners for fans versus favorites. Ooh, that's true. So it would have to be some kind of like heroes versus villains too, perhaps or something like that. Yeah. Or or it's dropped the four keep the one. So, you know, there's a new format for uh, returnee seasons too, Cody. Or, yeah, it wouldn't be as all you're saying, it wouldn't be second chance to or. Uh, yeah. Or fans versus favorites, too. No. Yeah, it's interesting. I, I just because for me, I think on my list is of things that I would like to see get brought back format wise would be a second chances, too. Oh, I mean, yeah, that me, too. In terms that's, of Kearney seasons, yeah, like they need a second chance part two. Yeah, I think that's on like the top of my list because of all of the people that I would love to see back with a second chance. Um, although, yeah, I would love to see Erica back too. That's it's just not, it's not the um, it's not the sexiest pick coming out of this season, you know, because you've already seen her win. You've already seen right. um, a perfect game of hers. Mm-hmm. Um, so it'd be interesting to see her come back and I mean, first ever two time Canadian winner. That'd be nice. Uh, and I love Erica, but uh, yeah. So who's the third? Who's number three? Oh, that's a good question. Um, let me think. I I don't want to say Voce because <laughs> Voce does pop hard in his two episodes, but uh, isn't he in three? He's in no, he's in two episodes. He's voted out in the second episode, but he's, he's the third person voted out because there's two people voted out in the first episode. Oh, right. He pops less, though, in the one where he gets out, doesn't he? Yeah, I, I just like his confessionals and I liked his uh, the way he talked at tribal. I thought I, I thought he, he could be a spark plug for the rest of the season. Right. Um, oh, let me see. Um. I don't know. Maybe Deshaun. I would see. I would like to see the way Deshaun would play a second time. How what what he would learn from his mistakes. How he would how he would go forward. Because I don't know. I feel like he is a sort of introspective guy that would have a cool story going into a returner season. Right. What about you? Or do, um, or do you have more to say about Deshaun? No, I. Uh, I mean, Deshaun would be fine back. I, I everyone would be pretty good. I I think JD would be a cool oh, choice yeah, yeah, to see yeah. come back. Yeah. Um, JD uh I will say annoyed me in the rewatch. I was just sort of like shut up JD every time he opened his mouth like he just like he's just so cocky in a way that he doesn't realize like that he tries to play off as jokey but I can tell it's just so cocky. I I, I, it just rubbed me the wrong way, but I do like him as a TV character. I like somebody yeah. that, you know, gets my blood going, I guess. And he'd be getting older too, maybe a little wiser. Yeah. Really I see some change. His, I think I said this the episode that came out, but his impressions of Wu and Reem, and I can't remember who else, but it's just, they're just so bad. It's just I, him, his voice doing their lines. <laughs> and that he's taking your gimmick that's what you would do on survivor uh maybe i would maybe not do survivor impressions on survivor because it would show that how big of a fan of survivor i am and i would want to play that down you couldn't hold yourself back if someone said does anyone have a good rupert impression for I don't immunity a, for do immunity you think, do you think i have a good rupert impression <laughs> For immunity, who has the best Rupert impression? Survivors ready? Go for reward. Your reward. Rupert comes to your camp and beats the shit out of you. Joel, you got to dig. <laughs> uh. 
Mark Gruff, you got to dig the best. Ah! <laughs> um, yeah, so I think JD would be on my list. He'd be an interesting one to come back. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, to me, too, Ricard's not exactly a sexy pick. It's a popular pick. But because he's one of the greats, didn't you watch his final tribal? He's one of the best survivor players. That's what tells me that he won't change any part of his game. Yeah. So I think we'd be seeing the same thing and we'd be seeing probably a worse result. I was Um, high in Ricard on the first rewatch on the first watch. But on the second rewatch, especially just knowing the way he went out of the game, I was just really kind of watching the way he played. And I really think he took, he takes that Shan too early. And like though Xander is wrong about keeping the threats around because it turns out like he's not as big of a threat as he thought. Um, uh, I think Xander needed to have, not Xander, uh, Ricard needed to have that um, mindset. I think a bit. more. That's exactly what I was saying when it happened that he took out Shan a move or two too early. Yeah. Uh, you um, right. uh, Joel, I appreciate you so much. This is a good start to the new year. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Shan would be interesting because I would I would be curious to see a new game. Um, and I think that she could tweak her game to be better, um, especially like you were saying, like the temper tantrums and pouting and everything like she really could if she could stop herself and hold herself back. She could really tweak her her game. Uh, but I would be curious uh, uh, if she, if she would like. I think she's even more steadfast on her her game than Ricard would even be. Like, cause she her whole thing is that she played hard and then got betrayed, you know, by her allies. Yeah. But in the end, it's like, yeah, but you were betraying people the whole time. You were like, I don't know, you were you put yourself up front. That's the mistakes that were made. It's not that you were betrayed. It's that. You, they felt like they really needed to get you out because of the way you were acting. I I would like um, if we're talking like if it was a fans versus favorites again, mm-hmm. I would like to see uh, Heather come back for that. Just because when you had like um, Dawn come back, she ended up being this like powerhouse mm-hmm. player in that mm-hmm. setting. So it would be really interesting to see Heather in that because she does have it in her like she. Hey. He knows what she's doing. I know Heather had a. Oh, I will say um, Heather had, you know, a, a rocky road, but I feel like, you know, in another season, Heather could be, yeah, a real strategic powerhouse. She plays, it seems. It, it, I think that's what we didn't see is that Heather is, is more of a gamer than we 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 realize as TV watchers. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, sometimes those uh, moves didn't always pay off with the uh, her trying to get out Nasir last minute, like after Jeff already said, let's let's get the vote. Um, <laughs> I mean, but, it, but just it that did make Nasir melt down. I, I really yeah, it, it's true. I really love that. In the in the moment, I was like, OK, what the fuck is going on right now? But in the moment now, like leading up to it is funny because. Uh, there is like a hint that it's going to happen at camp where uh, Shan tells Heather that she's the decoy vote and, and Heather is so mad about being the decor decoy vote. Um, but because it's first Nasir's the decoy vote and Nasir's like, no, no, I don't want to be the decoy vote. Heather's like, I don't want to be the decoy vote. And it's just like, nobody wants to get votes at all. It's, it's really funny. And um, and then that's what that, that's why Heather blows up a tribal. It's really funny. Um, and then the next day, her sort of picking at the pieces is really funny. And it's it's got that nice little button on top because Nasir's the one that's mad at her and she ends up voting Nasir out at the end of the um, thing. And Nasir's being really cocky as uh, out the door. He's like telling, t- he tells her that she's going to go out and all this stuff. It's pretty funny. <laughs> um, yeah, so I- I'm putting Heather on my list. Come back. Yeah, I would love to see Heather come back. JD... Heather, um, not Shan, not Ricard. Um, what about Evie? What about Evie? Shan's on the Shan's on my list. She's like teetering, but I'm a little nervous to put her on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ricard, 
just not like I said, not a sexy pick. I mean, if they're doing a second chances two, and oh, Ricard's on the ballot for sure. Xander, yeah, Xander, Ricard, Shan. That's their ballot. Yeah, I think that like if you're putting a second chances two and you're looking to uh, make that a powerhouse season with a lot of like big time strategists, mm-hmm. then Ricard's got to be in it. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, it's so hard because uh, Ricard is also very active on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think he's a shoe in to come back. And I mean, it's so hard to say if he would do well or not. I, I I don't think he's going to change his game very much. A third season Ricard might be interesting after he completely flops his second season. Okay. Um, But Evie, yeah, Evie's a good one. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think uh I don't know if we would see a lot new from Evie. I guess we could see a different power dynamic. Maybe we could see Evie on a tribe where it's just doing well and they're not on the bottom, but I feel like it's always interesting to see the nerd character come back for returning season. Even though like survive uh, uh... Evie's hit used to be the survivor nerd, but honestly, looking at this cast, like I'm trying to pick like anybody who's not that much of a survivor nerd. And what we know of Eric and Heather now, they're like huge super fans as well. And they don't really fit inside that hit as the survivor. Danny, Danny's a huge super fan too. Yeah. They're all like, they all are big, big fans. So, I mean, so I, but Evie is like the nerdy, character i guess i don't know i mean yeah it's uh the cochran yeah we already have christian coming back for the second chances too we know it okay yeah but um uh probe said that they're not going to bring back people from before 40 for a while really mm-hmm. why the hell would you say that i know they said a lot of things that they went back on so well, it's going to be 45. We know it's going to be 45 that we're going to have to wait. Yeah. I, I feel like they'll pull the trigger sooner than that. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I mean, I'm excited for this new season, too. Well, I guess, um, I guess the, there's only one cycle left before 45. So who would be your number one person you wouldn't want to see back from this season? Huh? Like actively don't want. Or don't care. Um, could be either. Could be for whatever reason you have. I mean, we don't know Abraham at all. Abraham fits in like the the um, the archetype of so many first one outs. Uh, just with the edit he got. It's interesting how involved he seems to be. Like every um, survivor group photo he's in with like small groups and everything. Like it seems mm-hmm. like he's very involved in the community. He's there for it. And who would I not want to see? I don't know. I kind of want to see everybody. Jeannie Machini, Sarah Wilson. Machini. Um, I definitely forgot about Sarah Wilson. What? The f- was she She's a little weepy out the door, I, I guess, but she was interesting. She Where was, like, was she? What tribe was she on? She was on uh, Ua. Ooh. Uh, I literally don't remember her at all. She was the first one out on Ua. And there was that tribal council that kind of blew up with people whispering uh, the first tribal council. That's a that's a different season in my head. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I just watched it the other day. So but (laughs) but I I will say she's the more memorable first boot compared to Abraham. Right. Um, How many days did it take you to uh, watch it? Not that long. I binged it. Well, I, I will say, I mean, my ADD head, I, I, I like playing games. I was, I was playing the colonist uh, t- settlers of Catan online game while I was watching it, but I can do both. Yeah, you don't let me play games while we watch Survivor. Well, I, I, I wouldn't do it on a first time watch, especially if we're podcasting. <laughs> All I want to do is play my Minesweeper flags. Do you do the colonist.io Settlers of Catan? No, I play it in, in real life. Well, uh, IRL. 
as soon as I don't have COVID, I'll come over and we'll, I'll beat you in uh, in Settlers of Catan. We play it a lot in this house. I actually have it right over here beside me. I'm I uh, right now. that's I mean, notably, too. I think Chris George has said it on the podcast, though. There's a lot of winners that have mentioned Catan mm-hmm. um, in their bio. I love Catan. And they're usually good players if they mention it. Mm -hmm. Well, here I am. Strategy, baby. Yeah. Hire me. I didn't send in a video this year, though. Wow, that's your problem. Send it in now. I I was going to make one in October, but I wanted to heavily feature my bicycle. And then my bicycle got totaled. Um, So I uh, wasn't able to film the video I wanted it to be. You want to be like a bike, a bike dad character? Yeah, well, I mean, it feels like in, Terry in terms of territory. in terms of fitness, I uh, that's that's what I've been into lately, and I I just wanted to have to have something to show for my fitness. So I need to get in shape more now to uh, film my video. Jesus Christ, I'm going the opposite. <laughs> yeah, I'll get up for this. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> fine. Fine. Oh, challenge time. Oh, get up. Um, uh, my whole video's in bed. Let's take a quick break. I took some notes. Um, uh, but they're in the other room, so I'm just gonna take a quick break, and then we'll I'll come back with the notes, and I'll probably go to the washroom too, just to get that out of the way. And I'll drink a water. Okay, and then you'll have to take a pee break. Yeah, big one, big. We are back, and baby. um, So. Uh, something if and when we have Erica or Heather on the podcast, I do want to go through the survivor rewards that they got this season, because I went into this season thinking that I was not a big, I mean, I've been watching the show forever and I've never really been a big reward challenge guy, but for whatever reason, this season, I loved the rewards. I loved because I don't know they they were kind of yada yada. First of all, the the challenges were maybe the challenges I don't love seeing, but the actual <laughs> seeing them off, eating their food interested me. I just I want to get I want to hear all about uh, the chicken and veggies and the grilled cheese. I want to know what they were drinking. Were they drinking pop? Was it water? Was it beer, wine, vinegar, whatever? One thing that was finally settled between us, though, is that we've had this fight about whether grilled cheese pizza is a good reward. Cheese, dairy, grilled cheese, pizza. And Heather said that it was bad for her stomach. And the point was proven. But yeah, the the carbs and the carbs and cheese is 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 a curious one. I think the one that they they all really got excited for was the chicken and beef stew. Well, that's a good one. You you wouldn't, but you weren't saying that it would be hard on you to have that cheese. Cheese, dairy. I mean, what? But you're not having to really disagree with me as much as just like drinking a glass of milk or having milk in my coffee always kind of disagrees with me. Well, not, but, but disagrees is a, is a light term. There are things, the thing in pizza that really gets me is tomato sauce. That, that, that hurts my, uh, Acid tomato reflux. sauce does my acid reflux yes it's, are you it's allergic terrible for you, it. allergic to onion or garlic or something no it's tomatoes tomatoes I, I can't eat tomato slices i can't eat cherry tomatoes because it gives me acid reflux why don't you ever ask when we're getting pizza together which we have done quite a few times I, because i love pizza but we could get a white sauce no i hate that shit what i like pizza it's just that the tomato sauce gets Hurts hurts my acid reflux. It's not like it's not like it's not closing my throat. I just have to deal with it if I want to eat pizza. But you eat a lot of pizza. I do. I haven't in a while, to be honest. But oh, here's here's something that I found quite interesting is I think right before Danny goes home, so final six. Geez, sorry, my arm, uh, my my microphone arm is all being all fucked up. Yeah, it's um, grabbing you by the neck. <laughs> That's what's giving me acid reflux. Um, <laughs> the final three is 
the the three that win the reward in the final six. The right. chicken, the chicken and veggies reward. Like I said, that chicken and veggies, that was a big one. Mm-hmm. That's the big reward. And you know what the veggie was? The t- tiny trees, the broccoli is just uh, tiny trees. That's uh, that's that's Brad Reese being like, I'm just like thinking about my hair and the brock hairs like brock broccoli broccoli is just tiny trees. <laughs> did, how did that go over on the rewatch? Brad Reese saying it is funny, but I also I I want to know like it must have just been out in the open. People must have been known what the fuck was going on there. I like, mean. They're announcing yeah. it. Are, are people like, especially when Shannon Ricard do it and then Nasir does it, are people all like, okay, yeah, let's get over with it. Uh-huh. Well, all of the Yellow Tribe knew, right? Mm-hmm. And then... Well, uh, yeah, everyone knew. Maybe, yeah, maybe Blue didn't know. Maybe Nasir yeah, but, didn't tell anyone. I don't know. But but Deshaun knew because Evie told her, told him. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess everyone knew that that was just a big problem. Yeah, but they're doing it for 42. Well, we love that. What's the potato line? Um, uh, Potatoes have skin. Humans have skin. Something oh, like that, right. isn't it? Oh, my God. Who is the I want to be Does in the that survivor mean, writer's oh, room. Is it like potatoes have skin and humans have skin? Does that mean potatoes are human? Is is it something like that? Oh, God, yeah, they got Dan Harmon in that writing room, man. Eh? <laughs> um, I, I think Jeff's writing these. I think this is Jeff's uh, stand-up tryout. One thing I also want to hear, just one thing that stood out to me on the rewatch, at the very least, if if we talk about it with Erica, we do. If we're not, whatever, is. Shane and Erica's relationship. We don't really see them interact in the game, but they both have such a uh, a rivalry with each other that's not too too expanded. But it's just and and uh, Mimi brought it up when she was on the sh- was when she was on this ep- uh, the episode where Shane got voted out. But it it seems personal. Like uh, mm. like what what was it that that uh, um I think it's mentioned, isn't it, that they're not coming up to each other. I think a big thing that's mentioned in the final tribal is Erica. Well, while Shan was going for was 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 creating a power alliance. Erica was creating a, a, an alliance with all the people that weren't in that alliance or the people on the, the quote unquote bottom. Mm. And I think and Erica said not a lot of people noticed that, but Shan noticed that. And that's why we were gunning for each other. Yeah. So maybe that's it. But also it just seems I don't know what the blood is there. Like they're both from Toronto. You'd think they would be able to, you know, work things out, but they, uh, I, 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 this is all speculation, of course, and we'll, uh, hopefully get to the, the actual answer of it. Um, but I think that they didn't talk to each other at all. Okay. They didn't do any strategy, but they heard that each other were saying each other's names out of their mouth. And that just kept on building. Right, because when Shan goes home, it's like we haven't heard Shan's name getting thrown out as someone to go home other than just in that episode. Erica, first person to say it. And then Ricard is like, this is the time for Shan to go home. And I remember and that, now I'm thinking like, wow, OK, Erica's the first one to put Shan's name down to, to, to say Shan's name on TV. We don't know what it was like mm-hmm. in the past, but check mark there and um but uh but like i wonder if 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 the cl- if if bala was boiling boiling like if if other names were coming up bef- if if shan's name was coming up on other votes and stuff like that because she's the only time she was immune was the sydney vote at the top of the merge so right. i wonder yeah, so it's so interesting um, upon the rewatch, who do you think should have been voted out um, instead of Shan from the, at least the perspective of Ricard or Deshaun? Because I think it ended up being a bad move for both of them. Erica. It should have been Erica right then and there. Yeah, probably. 
But do you think Ricard would have been able to turn it around if it was Erica? Because I uh, think he, I think he might. I think the odd play might have been Danny, just to get a number out of there that's loyal to them. But then they don't have Deshaun or Danny, so that's final eight. So it's only it would be four four at that point. Yeah. Yeah, maybe it was one too early. Or maybe they go for Liana. Yeah, I, th- I think they would have to take out either Liana or Danny there. They, yeah. Well, they could, can't take I out guess, Danny because they don't have the unless unless Liana and Shan turn on Danny. Right. Well, they got Deshaun and Danny to vote Shan. Well, that's because uh, the their blood was boiling and they wanted Shan. They 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 were frustrated at Shan for yeah. Um, so if Ricard, for if Ricard would have changed it, voted out Deshaun instead, and then Shan would have seen that Deshaun and Danny voted for Shan, then uh, she would have been closer with Ricard and would have had nowhere else to go. That's interesting. I think that would have been the play, right? To go for Deshaun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe. And for and for Deshaun there, he needed to just take out Erica. Erica was the play for Deshaun. Yeah. Or or they take out Leanna and have this and then have them be a circling firing squad going at. I'm mean, but but I do think that maybe taking out Erica was the right call there. But I don't know. But then but Ricard doesn't have the number to get Shan out later. Yeah, to tra- turn it around. I think for yeah. Ricard, the play was Deshaun. For Deshaun, the play was Erica. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but I, I but it's I think everyone underestimated uh, Erica except for maybe Shan. Yeah, and, and that's it's, what it's, uh, it's, caused the rivalry. Yeah, it's so funny how Erica's the the story of Erica being underestimated like is being barely told throughout the whole thing but it comes crashing in this final tribal where it's like everyone's like hey Xander why'd you take Erica to the end and it's just like boom like it's just like we're all and it's just so clear we all want to vote for Erica what's she doing here and Xander's like well I I didn't know about and gets all like flustered and keeps saying this thing where he was like the reaction of the jury when Deshaun did his truth bomb so Hmm. I don't know what he's talking about, what the, the the reaction from the jury was, but it's almost like the truth bomb tanked Xander's game and Deshaun's game. Yeah. Because in that moment, Deshaun, uh, Xander read the room wrong and thought, oh, because of this truth bomb, I can take Erica to the end. But I think probably the jury was reacting to Deshaun's move being bad instead of them talking about Erica. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's it, too. I mean, he had a layup there. Just take Heather and Deshaun. I wonder who would win. Do you think it might have been? It might have been Heather. Yeah, (laughs) it might have been. That would have been interesting to see. Yeah, because, I mean, it ended up being a blowout for Erica. So but. Well, it, it probably depended. would be closer if if it was if, if Heather was there. I think well, it I, I might think... have been a blowout for Xander had he personally taken Erica to fire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Had he been self-aware enough to know to do that. Where what were we talking about beforehand? Oh, uh the rewards. Right. Right. Chicken and veggie reward. Erica goes on the grilled cheese reward. There's the pizza reward. It, it looks like you just came out from a reward, too, because you got a big plate with a stack of grilled cheese sandwiches in front of you. <laughs> you know, I could go for a grilled cheese right now. Um, uh, the But here's the thing. Uh, w- this may be, you know, telling tales out of school, but at Erica's watch party, I asked Heather if they drank beer on any of the rewards, and she said no. On the pizza reward, they got pop. I don't think yeah. I'd want. Well, should we cut that out? Is that too? Is that too? Uh, are, are we going to get in trouble for saying that? We're fucked. <laughs> yeah. And and Heather told me she doesn't drink pop, so she didn't have any. What? Can you imagine? They got pissed at Heather. You told them about the pop. That was secret. <laughs> 
that Pepsi. You weren't supposed to say any Pepsi was drank. Yeah, PepsiCo sues us. Did you tell them about Applebee's too? That's what I want to know from Erica too. Is that was she disappointed that there was no Applebee's because she could finally try Applebee's because we don't have Applebee's in Canada. <laughs> also, Cody, I, here's my homework before we do a, a if and when we do an Erica interview. I want you to go back to the 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 her Exile Island episode. They do flashbacks to her childhood and show her in a restaurant in a, a, uh, her as a child in a restaurant. And it looks like Harvey's or Swiss Chalet or Taco Bell. I want to know what fucking restaurant that is. You were I was like, OK, Harvey's and Swiss Chalet. They do have similar because they're owned by the same. And then you said Taco Bell. And I was like, well, that would look really different. Yeah, I know. But I, I <laughs> and, and Taco Bell is in america as well but i want to know if it's a canadian specific restaurant you check give your guess we'll make a bet and uh we'll see i think it's a boston pizza you haven't even seen the picture (laughs) i've seen it i watched the episode okay yes you saw it when it came out but i want to know what your updated guess is do they have boston pizza in america well it's canadian it is canadian it is canadian and uh, I watched the family feud from the celebrity family feud from the other night. <laughs> I did too. So I know that the Dragon's Den guy is the is the Jim, uh, Jim Tree Living. Yeah, of course. He's the Boston Pizza guy. I I was hoping that they would officially announce that Jim Tree Living from Dragon's Den is an official tall boy in the new season. Or because his his name is Tree Living, he should be on Survivor. That's true. I would love to see Jim Tree living on Survivor. Jim Tree living, living in the trees. I'm such a big fan, and I'm such a big fan of the all new fish bowls at Boston Pizza. Get a oh, fish bowl that, today with your Boston brute. Is that um, sort of like an homage to how Dragon's Den is based on Shark Tank? Exactly. You get fish bowls because of Shark Tank, and you get cactus cut chips. What's in a fishbowl? Any alcohol you want, really. Oh, it's not. Oh, it's not like fish. And, I was thinking fish and chips in a bowl. No, the fishbowl is <laughs> like a fish salad. It's literally a fishbowl, like a circular fishbowl. Okay. Filled with drink. Espresso martini. Yeah, it's filled with espresso martini. It takes about 100 shots. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I guess we're are we at the point where I can talk about Ozzy? I guess if you want, I mean, we can let me just go through my notes here to see if there's anything interesting. Pop sandwich. Oh, Erica's big thing was sandwich. She when she got the 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 grilled cheese, she was she uh, said the whole game she had been craving sandwiches with chips. Ooh, sandwich and chips. That like was bologna. Was I don't know. Well, I mean, she got grilled cheese. Write that question down. We'll have to ask. One big thing is that there was vegans on the tribe. I'm pretty sure uh, Xander doesn't eat dairy. I mean, they're they're giving him pop. Heather told me that neither of the four of them on the pizza reward drank pop. You got to stop giving this information. I know. Well, here's here's another bombshell. And you know this, Cody. I don't drink pop either. That's true. So you relate to them. Yeah. Um, yeah. You would have Let's been see. scraping the sauce off the pizza. There's also broccoli on the steak and wine reward. That I mean, that's a good thing. Broccoli. I, lo- I love broccoli. As long as it's not bell peppers, I'm good with all vegetables. <laughs> I like them because they're like little trees. Yes. Well, I I finally realized that broccoli is just tiny trees Um, and my there's a butterfly in here. And uh, I think that's my dead relative. I'm about as confused as a goat on AstroTurf. Jesus, my cat is being nuts. Um, Let's see. Uh, Just going through my notes. This is great. The do or die alliance, the the do or die uh, twist. I still don't really like, but 
I was glad to have watched the episode knowing that it didn't go through. You were just happy to not have that stress. I, you remember me during that thing. I just I was just so mad about that twist. I could barely watch the episode. And the thing about that episode is that it's a big Erica episode. Erica has a lot to say in that episode. And she's starting to her winner edit is starting in that episode. It's not in that episode, but it is, you know, there's some good quotes in that one. Right. Um, and that's the episode with the chicken reward. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's it's a big Deshaun episode, but it's Deshaun and Erica is it kind of take over the show in that episode. And and Ricard becomes the one that just everybody talks about, you know, as this big threat, the the, the Rick Devons. Um, the, the, you know, what's really powerful in the rewatch, Cody, but and it actually gets talked about in the uh, the re- reunion is that uh, Danny's dad, the episode where Danny talks about how he lost his dad and then he wins reward. Yeah. I'm sorry, he wins immunity. Extremely powerful, almost made me cry on the rewatch. It made me cry in the moment, remember? I do remember, and I don't know why I I didn't uh, feel it as much. It was really... You were playing Catan. (laughs) Not the first time we watched. (laughs) Um... Who goes home that episode? Oh, Leanna. Leanna, yeah. Um, Leanna goes home because of the do or die, right? Well, they and and they all just decided to keep Ricard around instead of uh, sending Ricard home. And uh, I honestly think that was the right move for Erica in the end. But she does. Was, end up, yeah. She ends up being the swing vote. Um. They needed to take away those numbers from um, Deshaun, Danny, and Leanna. So, yeah. yeah. Um, Even though Leanna wasn't guaranteed oh, to be a part of that. And we talked about this on the last episode, but the, the reunion, we didn't, we didn't watch like half of it because the sound was off in the theater and Eric was just talking into the mic. You remember? Was it good? It's okay. It's okay. The The thing about it that I miss is that they, you don't get those pre-merge boots at the reunion. Mm. It would You're be nice if they Voce. brought... What's that? You're hoping for Voce. Well, not Voce. Why not? Someone else. Oh, Brad Reese. Mm-hmm. I was hoping to see him. I thought you were going to say that Voce did something. Yeah. <laughs> Voce scooping. Um... Oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, don't uh, we, he didn't actually don't sue us uh, brain surgeon man uh, he already got money yeah exactly um, so uh, I would I would be happy to see it again in 42 if they brought the pre-merged boots into the the um, the reunion that would be cool to see yeah um Hopefully, hopefully we get that because, I mean, we got a lot of people that I would have liked to hear uh, more from mm-hmm. um, in a reunion for this season, um, especially because the edit uh, really, sh- really, we got to know pre-merge booze more than we have in a while. Yeah, especially the Ua, the the Genie, Brad and JD. Yep, exactly. Yeah, that would have been interesting. Um, oh, well. Ooh, well. Um, so here's my time to shine. Yes. Ozzy. Ozzy messages me and Joel, you know about this. I had to tell you immediately. Mm-hmm. I couldn't I couldn't wait for us to record because it was so shocking to me. Because you you were thinking that perhaps Ozzy messaging me before he thinks I'm just some random woman that has the hots from him or something. He wants to get named my money. Cody named Cody. Um, I don't use my name. on it. I don't use. Oh, name. what name do you have? Um, my name on uh, the thing is like just random letters. Oh, OK. Um, it's Steven Seagal. <laughs> really? No, no. Um, but it, yeah, it's just yourself on OnlyFans. <laughs> It's just uh, it's just random letters or whatever. Um, and I, I don't think it says a gender, but maybe it does. 
But Ozzy did message me mm-hmm. over the holidays, close to co- close to Christmas, no less. Oh, the holidays. Yeah. In between Christmas and New Year's or before Christmas? I feel like it was just before Christmas or on Christmas Day. On Christmas Day, he messaged me and he asked for me uh-huh. to send a picture of my dick and he would rate it out of 10. Uh, so what does the message say? I don't have it here in front of me. So does he say, hey, Cody? <laughs> I think, but but is he asking for a tip? Like, is he asking for money in order to do this? Um, I don't think so. I don't think that's a personal thing, though, dude. I don't. I think he's probably doing that to all his fo- all his former followers. All his former. Fo- I, I don't follow him, and he's messaging me. I don't. Yeah, but but a I lot don't of follow but, him anymore. Okay, but I think that this is a method for people on OnlyFans to send their former followers incentives to follow them again. Well, not much of an incentive. He gave me a two. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder if if he pulls his punches so not to hurt people's egos. Yeah, well, I'll uh, send him a picture of a completely mangled penis. Whose? Um, uh, his own. Imagine you sent a picture of Ozzy's penis back to him. <laughs> Write this one, or or send him a picture of Cochrane's dick. <laughs> Just a close up on his like uh, bathing suit and in Caramoan. Um, but w- what do you think about this, Joel? Would you um take it with pride if Ozzy rated your penis? Rated it. Yeah. No. You wouldn't be you wouldn't be like, oh, you, you know, Ozzy, you rated my penis a 10. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that we should put that in our like show notes with like one, the the Webby Award for Best Survivor Podcast and vote and Ozzy gave Joel's penis a 10 out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> well, we would have to uh change our description to uh from Rupert Superfan and Coach Superfan to Aussie penis rating six, <laughs> Aussie penis rating ten. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. I I think we gotta uh send our ding dongs to Aussie here and uh see what he thinks. I really don't want I'm too modest. I'm too bashful. <laughs> I don't want that on the cloud. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. He, he I think he sent me um, something else, too. I think he sent me just like a video of him jerking off or something. I didn't watch it. Was he uh, on the rocks? He was. I just saw him sprawled on the rocks and I'm like, I know what you do to those rocks. <laughs> You've already to, spoiled to what watch you, the video. Yeah. yeah, I know what's going to happen to those poor innocent rocks. Oh, my God. Oh, um, the tide's maybe, coming in. Is maybe be like, happen. hey, instead of a cock rating, can you actually just tell me if you still keep in touch with Cochrane? <laughs> um, yeah. I don't want a cock rating. I want a Cochrane update. <laughs> just uh, no, no cock rating. Just yeah. Cochrane. Yeah, Cochrane update. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't know this. Uh, this Aussie situation—it's off the walls. I'm only getting these emails that I have messages, and I go on to check them. I'm going through my day, and Aussie's being so crass to me. Do you get notifications on your phone when OnlyFans comes up? Yeah. Okay. So you got a, you get a message from Ozzy while you're at work. Yeah, and I'm yeah. I'm all excited because it says Ozzy Lus is messaging you. And, and you're like, at work, oh. you're serving a customer and you pull out your phone and they see over your shoulder it says, Show me your dick and I'll give it a rating from one <laughs> to ten. <laughs> I was yeah. on Survivor. And I and I, I say, Hey, hold my phone. <laughs> 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 I can't do this on me? my own. 
You should ask him about Rancher Rick, maybe, if he still keeps in touch with Edna. <laughs> <laughs> I, I or I Keith think, and Whitney. I don't think he's gonna respond to anything other than a picture of my penis. He's he's hounding me for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who's the most forgettable player that Ozzy ever played with? I mean, everyone on his starting tribe. Well, in, not uh, in South Pacific. Right, right. Who was on that tribe? We had Cochran's oh. the only one that's not. Don and Cochran. Oh, his starting tribe on uh, on South Pacific. Yeah. Yeah. Keith and Whitney, Jim Rice, uh, the, the, the poet Savannah or. What was her name? He also doesn't have a lot of really notable people in his first season, too. Right. He has the guy that's in love. Mm-hmm. Can't remember his name for whatever reason. Yeah. Even though that's a really funny moment. Can't it's remember. So funny. His name. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> Let me look. Yeah. That up. I mean, I think there's a lot of candidates for most forgettable people. That Ozzy played with. He also has the entire fans tribe. Well, he didn't play with the entire fans tribe, but there is the entire fans tribe from his fans versus favorites. Um, Billy Garcia. Billy, right. And then there was JP and CC and Christina. Or, yeah. I don't remember any of them. So, yeah. And they're all they're all gone by the merge. Pretty much his original tribe. Yeah. So good for him for not falling into the unforgettable train with the rest of them. Yeah. Well, Billy Garcia popped. That's true. Billy Garcia did pop. But then, but also there's a couple um, forgettable people in the final four with him, Becky and Sundra. I mean, we remember them because of their, uh, the, the I2 alliance, but um, they, they, and they took, Speaking of uh, final four tribal, uh, it's finer final four uh, fire making Becky and Sandra's epically long uh, fire making challenge. Right. <laughs> that was not the case with Heather and Deshaun. No, that was a stressful fire making challenge. I, w- I really think Heather, that Heather was robbed. I think Heather was robbed in that moment. I think they need to it was bring, up- the, bring the, fi- the, the fire making to the voting booth like Chris Underwood and uh, and Rick Devins. Yeah, it was up there for so long. Mm-hmm. She had done it. Okay. Yes, she won. She won. She won the whole season, in my opinion. Yep. I'm sticking with it. Mm-hmm. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> oh um, God. What else? Do you have any? Do you have any questions you would give to Erica? Or should any- we talk about this off mic? Um, any questions I would give yeah. to Erica? Yeah, just just to tease the audience if and when we do. Anything. I I think that if Erica was on here mm-hmm. on this podcast, mm-hmm. I would ask her a question or two. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good. <laughs> I would hope so. I'm glad you wouldn't leave me hanging. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that. <laughs> All right. Cool. <laughs> we should make a like a document though. Yeah, well I mean the new seat well yeah, we'll make a shared document. We'll have questions there. We'll prepare. Mm-hmm. We'll be professionals about it. De- definitely. Um you you see how much of a an interviewer I am. Joel, you've been on my other podcast. And you just interviewed me. Yeah, I interviewed you in this moment. Exactly. About the rewatch. And that was off the cuff. Mm-hmm. That was imagine, no prepared questions there. Imagine if I had a second. You got any famous guests coming up on Spooked? Um, no, I will say that we're six guests away from having over or for having 300 unique guests on Spooked. Wow. And how many episodes? Uh, I think we're on 320. Oh, wow. So you've only had 20 returning guests? Yeah. Yeah. We don't. Uh, 
we don't have that many returning guests. No, because we uh, or no, we're on 314. Well, I guess I've never come back just by myself. I've always been a co-host. No, no yeah. We the last um couple weeks we did have some people that returned. Most of the time, if someone returns, they're either guest hosting or they're in like a duo that they're in. Right. So if I came back with my new um um uh sketch duo slappy and wishwash. Um, then yeah, we would have Slappy and Wishwash on. <laughs> Slappy and Wishwash. Hi, I'm Slappy and I'm Wishwash, and we're gonna and we need a suggestion from the audience. <laughs> Something you wouldn't want to find in your kitchen. I'm staring at uh, your autograph right now, Joel. In fact, oh, on the Spooks poster. Yeah, it's up on the wall. Colin put it up uh, the other day. And uh, yeah, I see I see you there. You signed right on my eye. Aye, aye, Captain. Yeah, pretty uh, unique place to go. Yeah. OK, so hopefully our next episode is a an exclusive interview with a player from Survivor 41. And and two, we're also we're not far from 42. No, that's true. We're not far from 42. Maybe next week we'll do a a new Stephen Brill movie or oh. something if we can't get an interview by. <laughs> we've we've complimented him too much. We didn't talk about this on air, but it has gone sour for me uh, for complimenting him. It turned against me. Why? What happened? Um. Well, on uh, on CBS. Oh, I've, yes. I've been replaced by uh, the woman that plays Shaq's wife in Hubie Halloween because is it, is it Survivor actually a replacement because Survivor has listened to this podcast so many times of us complimenting her uh-huh. that they're like, you know what? Cody's right. She is very good. We need to replace him with her. <laughs> is it an actual replacement? Is she like playing your character name? No, it's not play. She's not playing my character name. Um, she's just, she's a more prominent person. Um, and she get this, Joel, uh-huh. you want to hear one more really fucking mind blower. Okay. She also hosts a ghost comedy podcast. Really? What is it? Uh, um, you don't even want to say it. I, I don't even, I don't even want to give them the, the rub. Keep it out of your lips. I, I've given them enough of a rub on this podcast. Uh-huh. And now I'm out. <laughs> well, maybe we'll, we'll we'll try and fit an episode next weekend. If we don't have an interview, maybe we'll do an episode about the edge of extinction or something. Right. Um, or maybe we'll do it. Uh, finally, do a survivor commentary. Well, we, we'll do commentary over a full season. No, uh, like a finale or an episode or something. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, that's a, a pet project I've been wanting to do for a while. Anyway, um, anyway, uh, hopefully I don't have COVID anymore. Um, yeah, dodge that, eh? Yeah, I have it, but I don't. I'm not. Uh, hopefully, I don't get any more severe symptoms. Get better there, eh? Mm-hmm. Don't get COVID, folks. Get vaccinated. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe. Don't don't be mean to us. And um, <laughs> please don't be mean. And uh, we'll see you next time on the Merge Boot Podcast. <laughs>